OmegaMetroid.com is here. We're so proud to finally share our website with you, giving Metroid fans a dedicated one-stop shop for the latest news, fan creations, walkthroughs, maps, and of course, the latest episodes of the Omega Metroid Podcast. That's not all. If you'd rather listen on YouTube, you can check out episodes there. And if you really want to take your Omega Metroid experience to the next level, consider supporting us on Patreon. You'll get access to special Discord roles, a platform on the website to promote your projects, exclusive bonus shows, and so much more. Memberships start as low as $1 a month. OmegaMetroid.com is the source of all this great content. So whether you're a new Metroid fan or a series veteran, OmegaMetroid.com is the place for you. Check out OmegaMetroid.com today. Podcast from OmegaMetroid.com. My name is Andy Spiteri, and I am joined by my two pals, the two coolest dudes in the Metroid community, Dak and Doom. Gentlemen, how are you? We've got a milestone to celebrate. It's one month since the launch of OmegaMetroid.com. Pretty cool. Sheesh. Yeah, wow. Time flies when you're having Metroids on your website. <laughs> yeah, with GG got him. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, very. What a. I feel like it's been a really cool month. We've kind of found our rhythm. We've had um, a lot of uh, like really awesome. I don't, I don't know if I. I guess success is the word. Uh, you know, our our analytics have blown away what I was hoping for. So it's been really awesome this last month. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been a good weekend, man. A lot of uh, a lot of good stuff going on. So uh, how are you guys doing? Oh, pretty good. Oh. You know, I haven't been on a few episodes in a while just because, you know, school's been a little hectic. You know, job has been giving me some more hours, which, hey, you know what? Not complaining, you know, I like making money. But yeah, feels good to uh, finally be back on the podcast again, and I can't wait to discuss some Smash with y'all. Yeah, I'm in pretty good myself. Um, just, you know, enjoying some WrestleMania this weekend. Got to see Stone Cold Steve Austin's first match in 19 years. <laughs> uh, which was all pretty pretty freaking sweet. Um, I was also casting some Valorant this weekend. I was doing the Nace Star League Valorant Spring Collegiate Finals. So that was awesome. Shouts to Northwood Esports for taking that big one. Literally just got off the cast within the past hour. So that was really some good. I love casting Collegiate Esports, um, and Valorant's been awesome. And, yeah, was been playing some Valorant recently. I finally started playing Elden Ring. Though I have way more time I need to be putting into that for sure, because I'm super behind. And, of course, still uh, playing Destiny when I can. But, yeah, otherwise, uh, you know, been booked up, bricked out, and uh, ready to go to talk some Metroid tonight. That's awesome. And, uh, you know, I've, I've kind of been waiting to, to play Elden Ring, but I, I feel like it's going to be, like, half price in a couple months, so I'm going to pick it up then. I've been playing Tunic on Xbox, which is, like, just killer. It's so awesome. If you're, like... If you're like a Zelda fan, like this is totally 
up your alley and uh, definitely something worth checking out. It's very NES Zelda. In fact, we're going to do an episode on it on the Champions Cast in the next couple of weeks here, so um, you can tune into that. But yeah, it's been uh, it's been a lot of fun. I forgot that WrestleMania was this weekend and like that it was um, a two day thing. And so someone pinged me yesterday about uh, what are they? One of the matches they pinged me about one of the matches, and I was like, oh yeah, right, it's it's WrestleMania. So I, I tuned it in in time to uh, check out the main event, and that was pretty awesome. Seeing Stone Cold raising hell gave me uh, gave me flashbacks to when I was just a just a young punk watching uh, you know Stone Cold and, and Rock and Triple H and all those guys do their thing every week. Yeah, absolutely love it. Um, but today we are here to talk a little Super Smash Bros, and we are going to be doing a kind of power ranking of all of the different stages that have appeared in the Super Smash Bros. series that are Metroid-themed. And there's actually not as many as uh, as I remember, but uh, I think that there is like definitely uh, enough that we can sink our teeth into. And I was thinking here, fellas, that we kind of do like a, a definitive ranking style. So we'll, we'll start off with the first stage, and when we get to the second, we can either rank it above or behind. And then when we get to the third, either above in the middle or or last, et cetera, et cetera, until we got our main list and, and we'll get it uh, going that way. Does that sound good? Uh, sure thing. Are we going to be doing similar definitive ranking criteria like that? Or are we just going to kind of just do everything no, in we're, one sweep? Yeah, we're just, uh, we're going to, we're going to wing it. We're, we're pulling our guns out from the side. Whoa, we're just bro, gonna we're not winging it. This is fully prepared. Okay, well, <laughs> maybe Professor Dak maybe over some here. of us are going to win it. Some of us are like that. Come yeah, on. some of us are professionals, and the other ones just showed up to record. So we'll we'll see. Um, but uh, let's start it off with the very first Smash Bros. stage that was Metroid themed, and that is, uh, of course, the Planet Zebus from Super Smash Bros. sixty four. Um, Dak, you, why don't you kick us off here? I actually have a lot of fond memories of this stage, but uh, let's you're a little bit more into the in tune with Smash. Well, let's see what you got to say. Honestly, this is one of my favorite Smash stages, and it's on the top half of my personal list. I really like Planet Zebus. I was kind of disappointed that it didn't uh, turn back up in Ultimate, but I guess it's I guess they're like I don't know their thinking behind that was that it kind of is too redundant with Brinstar from Melee, which I don't think is true. They are similar, and certainly, like, Plinstar, or, uh, Blinstar. Planet Zebus is kind of like the prototype for what we eventually get in Melee with Brinstar, but I really like Planet Zebus. It's a big map, and, it, yeah, it has a little bit of that, like, the, the asset at the bottom, but it just, it feels like it has such a huge scale to it, and there's a lot of cool fighting you can do on it. It's obviously not a competitive map whatsoever, but... I have a lot of fond memories playing on this one. It perfectly nails, like, the, the fundamental Smash stage aesthetic that you get eventually with, you know, the acid and the big, huge background. And, uh, you know, you get, obviously, all the Metroid aesthetics on the stage itself. But my, my personal favorite or re- reason, I guess, like, why I like it a lot is because it's, like, asymmetrical, has these really big platforms that stretch across the stage. And overall, it, it's, it's a fun stage that... It certainly isn't competitive, but for casual play, is really cool, and I don't think is like really bad in design whatsoever. Like it's just not a competitive stage overall. Uh, this is this is actually third on my list, so I would rank it kind of high. I really like this stage; it has some good music too. I agree. I I don't know what it is about this stage, um, 
but I like I really like it as well. And it's it's hard not to compare this to like Brinstar, uh, which was from you know Melee, but I I just I feel like this is a little bit more like vibrant in a way, uh, a little bit more like the colors pop a little bit more for me, um, and I just I just have like really fond memories of of playing this stage back in the day. This is my first introduction to. Metroid Smash was my first introduction to Metroid in general and to Samus and everything like that. So it kind of holds a special place in my heart. I think that the music is like just it's so good. This is just like a classic uh, Metroid remix that I didn't know at the time, but now is just like one of my favorite, uh, you know, one of my favorite little little remixes of the Metroid series. Uh, a lot of cool little things in here too. Like you can see Ridley in the background. I think you got some waivers. Yep. Ridley's uh, first you know. appearance. Yeah, that's right. So right there in the back. I, I do think... I think there's a lot to to really like about this stage and like it's not like it's not modeled as like one for one as like some of the later smash stages kind of became where like they were very specifically like this area with like the same properties from the game but I, I kind of like that about smash 64 where it's just like a little bit more general like platform like fighter stage with like inspiration from from these stages rather than it's like the direct stage from like metroid prime 4 or you know what i mean like they took the exact whatever from Zelda and brought it over. Mm -hmm. So I think that this is a really good stage. Great music. Great little Easter eggs once you know what you're looking for. And, uh, you know, kind of a, a nice little little sentimental uh, favorite as well. Okay, well, uh, I'm about to ruin Andy's day when I say uh, that the music was composed by Hirokazu Ando, who is one of the Kirby composers. So uh, <laughs> take that for what you will, Andy. Uh, no, you know, Actually, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to interrupt you for a second here. So I, re I remember I played a ton, a ton of Super Smash Bros. Melee back in the day. And I love the Kirby music in that game. I think that the uh, the Fountain of Dreams music is awesome. I think the Green Green music is awesome. So, you know, I, I'll kind of dump on Kirby, but I, I won't actually dump on his music. Okay, you know what? I that's think fair. It's, it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Absolutely. But anyway, in, all, in all seriousness, though, yeah, I pretty much agree with all you guys. Um, I don't have as much nostalgia for this stage just because Smash 64 was the one game that I never owned as a kid up until really recently. I didn't actually um, own an N64 until 2016, so I mostly just played this stage at friends' houses. But, you know, yeah, for an N64 stage, you know, it's really good. You know, you got the Easter eggs and stuff like that. You have a, obviously, like Dak mentioned, it's not competitive, but you got the fun gimmicks with the acid, which would later become a little overused, in my opinion, with later stages. But, you know, for the first time, I thought it was really cool. And I also got to shout out the SmashCon um, custom combo competitions. Uh, yeah. A lot of a lot of the uh, contestants use this stage and do some absolutely nasty um, continuous combos on the stage and for anyone watching if you haven't watched a combo contest before it's basically like watching an NBA slam dunk competition so much fun to watch and you get to see some absolutely ridiculous stuff being performed yeah and it works well because Smash 64 is so combo heavy that it's kind of perfect for that kind of stuff and that's why they do it there but yeah awesome stage I think one of the best things about the stage too is that if like if you're going to be really big like don't be boring or too complex and this stage really hits that balance right in the middle like it's not like another stage on this list that i'm gonna rank pretty low but it's also not like huge and super complex and like too gimmicky like a great cave offensive or like a new pork city which i actually don't mind new pork city that much great cave offensive otherwise eh. but like this I, stage, I think that's the worst stage in smash no it's definitely 75 meters but um <clears throat> i would say that the 
this stage is great because like a lot of N64 stages really hit the scale like so well and are still really interesting. Like Cornaria is another one, um, or the Great Fox, whatever stage that one's called. Um, but yeah, like that that kind of stuff where like the stage is it's big, but it's not like boring, but also not like incredibly gimmicky where you can't even you're not even playing Smash on it. So that's what I like about this stage a lot too. Uh, one thing that always struck out to me is like. So I guess th- I guess there's supposed to be like doors that are on the ground, but they just kind of look like spotlights. I don't know why, but I always really thought that that was like funny. Sector Z, sorry, the... Sector Z is the N64 stage I was thinking of, not Corneria. That's from Melee. Sorry. You're right. You're right. Uh, yeah, I thought that was funny. I I think my favorite. Uh, this really doesn't have anything to do with this stage. But my favorite N64 Smash stage, I think, is Saffron City. That was such a awesome oh yeah stage. goat stage. I I think yeah. I'm. I mean, I love Mushroom Kingdom, Yoshi's Islands, you know, a, a great one. But I think Saffron City and Hyrule Castle are like the top stages from that. Oh, well, actually, Dreamland. Yeah. Dreamland might actually be the best one because that's just that's a classic right there. And it's it's awesome both casually and competitively. What uh, uh, what was the Mario one that you just said? Was that was that the unlockable one? Mushroom Kingdom? Yeah, the unlockable. One. Yeah, the retro okay, yeah, stage. Not Peach's the unlockable Castle. one was awesome. But I also yeah, love Peach's so Castle, too. And Congo yeah, Jungle, like, all the stages in that game are great. <laughs> kind of like I said, like that, uh, that I really like in Smash 64 how like they weren't like, I, I and this isn't a bad thing, but like in later Smash stages, it's like pulled directly from the game. And even the fighters to an extent are like pulled directly from the game and like their moveset and the stages are like exactly as they kind of are in, in game. But like, I feel like Smash 64, there was just kind of like a purity where it's like, this is a fighting stage with like Metroid elements or Zelda elements or whatever. It wasn't like, this is like level two from the Legend of Zelda NES. And like, you can clearly see that this is what it's supposed to be. I'm probably alone in that, but I, I kind of like that about Smash 64. Yeah. I think one thing too, is that it, it like at the time, these were so like refreshing. Cause like you never get to like, when are you ever in Pokemon going to be on the rooftops of Saffron city? Or in Zelda, right. like, be on, like, the roofs of Hyrule Castle or something like that. Like, Mushroom Kingdom is pretty one-to-one, so that's one thing. But, like, Peach's Castle, too, feels, like, so out there, but also, like, gives you a different way to experience, like, the, you know, the the environments that were in those games at the time. Which I think was just really, not revolutionary, but really cool. And I think now we kind of take that for granted because, yeah, we have a lot more stages in Smash. And so many games have come out since then where you do get to experience these places a little differently. And then, like you said, a lot of these stages are kind of, you know, not just taking from the aesthetic, but literally are places in the games, you know, so they're a lot more specific. Uh, This is, I think, kind of best of both worlds. You have kind of specific areas that, you know, you get to go to, but also they're brought in this unique kind of style that you wouldn't have experienced in the games otherwise. Yeah, I don't um, think one style okay. like tops the other, but you know, obviously we we could go on yeah, and on about that. I don't want to like get too much off topic. Right. Yeah, I, I I yeah, I'm not trying to say that one does either. I just there is like kind of a purity, I feel like in those uh N64 stages. So, we've got um we've got Planet Zebes by default it's at number 1 right now. So, let's go to I guess what you could call like the spiritual successor for Planet Zebes, and um, I think that this has been in basically like every Smash Bros. game since, uh, or pretty close if not, and that is Brinstar, and that is specifically from Super Metroid, a very similar stage, like very similar layout, um, except you've got like the, I don't even know what you'd call those things, like the little explosive goopy things on the uh, on the right side of the stage that you can break apart, uh, the acid rises and falls you kind of got this like 
I don't know, mother brain-esque looking thing in the background. Maybe it's supposed to just be a big rock or something, but I always kind of thought that it was uh, mother brain-esque. Um, Chozo statue in the background, kind of cool. That moves around, I think that this one, which is cool. Yeah. This one, to me, is is a little bit lower than um, than Planet Zebus, just because it's, like, so similar, right? Like, I, I feel like they could have maybe experimented a little bit more in, like, uh, uh, I don't know, maybe... At, at this point, I feel like in Melee is when you kind of start to see the evolution of stages going from, like, stages with, like, Metroid or Zelda or Mario elements to, like, specific areas in the game. Like, you had, like, the, the Great Bay Temple. Um, but you also did have some of those other kind of stages or whatever. So I feel like maybe they could have made it a little more Brinstar-esque in some ways. But maybe not, like, a direct, like, oh, I recognize this hallway from the game. But, you know, just just some elements from Brinstar in there. Um but yeah, I, I think that this is like a middle of the pack one for me. I I think I have it at uh, number four on my list. Uh, I I don't really I don't have a whole lot much else to say about this. It's kind of got like the same music as the the first stage, uh, similar Brinstar remix. I think it's a little bit different, but sounds you know sounds pretty close to the same. Um, what about you guys? What do you think about this one? So Oof, I agree. I... Oh, do you want to go oh, first, Jack? Okay, I'll go then. I guess. Well, um, go go ahead. Okay, so I pretty much agree with everything you said there, but I do want to point out that Melee had an incredibly rushed development. I believe it was only 13 months of development. It was just an app. It was back in back in the days where Nintendo Crunch was very real. That's not to say that they don't still crunch, because I feel like that's unfortunately just a normalized part of the games industry. But it was especially apparent back then during that GameCube era, and th- and this game was unfortunately uh, one of the victims of that period. And so I feel like that it contributes to a lot of um, why um, some of the stages seem like repeats, especially um, this Brinstar stage. That being said, though, I pretty much agree with everything you said because it's so derivative of that original N64 stage. Well, I mean, it's still fine. The original N64 stage was still good, but because it barely offers anything new, at least in terms of gameplay, it doesn't have that same impact. Um, I still like the new theme. I think it... Um, the new Brinstar theme, it sounds different enough from the N64 original, but that being said, I also do prefer that original arrangement done by Hirokazu Ando as opposed to the new one. Uh, not, not to dump on the new one, though, because I like that one as well, though. But yeah, otherwise, nothing else you to say. You do have, like, the uh, you have the, like, the title screen theme in there for, like, a couple seconds anyways, which is kind of cool, like, right before the song loops. Mm-hmm. I always thought that that was cool, but yeah, not not really enough for me to to make it, like, stand out on, on its own. I... I gotta completely disagree. I feel like you guys have not played these stages nearly enough because Planet Zebus and Brinstar are completely different stages. Like, yeah, they might be. It is like builds from what Planet Zebus has, but they don't play similarly at all. Um, for one thing, Brinstar is not only incredibly smaller, but the platforms are completely in different areas. You have the acid that actually comes up to the stage, so you're forced to move from the bottom platform or bottom part of the stage, and then you can actually detach the stage by attacking those little orbs or whatever and literally separate the stage from itself and split it in half. Um, yeah, I, I completely disagree. The stage plays way differently. It's, I really don't think like, I mean, obviously Melee's development had something to do with it, but like, it's not like the stage is just a smaller version of Planet Zebus or anything like that. It's, it plays like a completely different stage. And really the only thing they have in common is the aesthetics and the name and the music, like in terms of actually the stage structure and how it plays, they're wildly different stages. Um, and I think this is the better version of the stage. It, 
in terms of playing, like, it really forces everyone. It's just like a scrap fest. There's no way to run away from anything. It's not really a competitive stage, for sure, but neither was the original. And I think it's entirely unique in how the acid interacts with it. Like, Planet Zebus has acid, but, like, it essentially just gets rid of the bottom blast zone. This stage, it literally comes up and takes over the entire stage, if not majority of it. So that's completely changes how you play it. And then you can split the stage in half. It has a like a not a uniform bottom. I mean, Planet Zebus isn't very smooth and flat, but this stage takes that to a completely different level, and also doesn't have like the same scale and scope. And I think with good reason because at, you know Planet Zebus, you know, can lead to situations where you run away or you're not really playing a close game at all. Brinstar, the action's always happening. So, this one I had above Planet Zebus. I had it second on my list. I mean, it's a classic melee stage. It's, I, I, and a classic Metroid stage. I absolutely would not put it over Planet Zebus. And uh, plays way differently. So, okay. I think so. I think you actually might be right to a degree. Because, like I mentioned earlier, I haven't played personally Planet Zebus that much. Just because I haven't played a lot of Smash 64 in comparison to the other games from Melee onward. And so I'm definitely a lot more familiar with Brinstar than I am with Planet Zebus. And so I and so you're probably right to an extent that I don't fully have an awareness of the differences between these two two stages. But just at a glance, that's what it comes off to me. And that's not to poo-poo on Brinstar because I mean, like I said, I you know I've played that stage since I was like eight nine years old. So I mean, it's a it's a great stage on its own in a bubble. I just wish that it did more to differentiate itself from that N64 original, if that makes sense. I think that's I think that's fair, uh, and and everything that uh, that Dak that you laid out is is absolutely true. It's just you know I mean it's, I, it's hard not to look at this, and then you look at like uh, let's say let's say Hyrule Castle and then Temple, which is obviously a completely different. But those are also know, pretty similar stages in how they play. Like they look like the the differences you're noting between Planet Zebus and Brinstar are essentially superficial. The stages play very differently and aren't the same in that respect. Hyrule Castle and Temple play pretty similarly. They're both huge stages with different areas you can essentially zone in on and, and have like individual fights on. They might be structurally a little different, but the general idea of the stages is pretty similar. Brinstar and Planet Zebus, the idea of the stages and how they function are wildly different. Um, so I won't agree there either. I, but I, mean, I would disagree I, I, that they're. I'm, I would disagree. I would disagree that those two are similar. I know we're getting a little off topic, yeah, but they're on, definitely similar. Okay, hold on, hold on. You're not, not going to say or tell me Temple and Hyrule oh, Castle. They so are. Like the thing, they're so both like the huge is, stages with different areas that you fight on. They're absolutely similar. Okay, but the N64 original has more of a horizontal plane, whereas the. Um, Whereas the melee stage introduces okay. a lot more verticality and stuff like that along the well, bottom, yeah. like, like obviously, like they're two, they're two of the more bigger stages in each of their respective games. But I don't think it's fair to say that they're about as similar as those two stages. I personally, I, I, I don't think that's fair. Yeah. I, I completely disagree. I ain't buying they, they, that. I, I'm not saying that they're identical, but you can clearly see the general idea behind them is the same. It's just the different verticality. But I mean. Brinstar and Planet Zebus have completely different verticality as well, and they have also wildly different s structures. But those stages are actually playing differently. Hyrule Castle and Hyrule T and Temple play very similarly across both games. If you compare them, they both stages you have players that can be easily separated from huge swaths of areas. You have three to five distinct areas on both stages, three for the N64 and like five for Temple that draw people into one-on-ones away from other players. 
They absolutely operate very similarly. Buddy, I respect what you're saying, but we got Planet Zebus with three platforms in the air and a, a body of ground. And you got Brinstar with three platforms in the air and dude, a body I mean, of ground with so, acid and the same music. platforms are completely different sizes and angles and shapes and are not in the same areas. <laughs> they're, they're different I mean, angles they, and shapes and areas in the other two stages, too. <laughs> but, they yeah, play like, dip, but they play the same. Dax got his protractor out. This dude, is I'm just great. saying, like, and they play. I mean, you really can't tell me that Temple and, and Castle don't play very similar. They absolutely I can do. absolutely tell you Well, that. I mean, I can you, tell you guys I, don't I'm, play so, a lot I'm not buying <laughs> don't play a lot of smash here. then is what i'm gonna tell you but okay i mean they All definitely right, well, share like influences with each other in like a venn diagram sense but to say that like it's similar <laughs> to like what anyway whatever we're not <laughs> if, if all if all of our listeners are the general ideas are very similar I are. like i don't i okay but you know all right doom where are we that. putting where are we putting this stage i i have it under planet zebus uh uh, do I have to? I oh know. man, I have to be the tiebreaker here. Um, I say, I say, we'll put it over because I do. Because I do okay. genuinely think it's on its Thank own you. in a bubble. It's a better stage, even though I don't like the derivative aspects. But I mean, it's a it's a certified hood classic. So yeah, I think it's fair to okay. put it above. Okay, I can live with that. Um, let's move on to to the next stage. I I can't wait to hear what stage this is like from Super Smash Bros. This is one of my favorites, obviously. Uh, this is Brinstar Depths. It's from Melee. I, I really like the gimmick of this stage at the, uh, um, you know, at the time I had played Super Metroid and was familiar with Kraid, but I still wasn't like, I would say like a diehard Metroid fan. I, like I was a big Metroid fan, but uh, this this stage I just thought was so cool to see this guy in the background like spinning and, and completely changing the way that you fight. This is one of the first stages that I can remember where it was like, um, you kind of almost had to like, survive the stage versus like survive your opponents and and i kind of got like the similar kind of vibe playing like icicle mountain and um the poke float stage where like i just i think that that element is really cool and it was really fresh in in smash at the time because like you know in, in, in smash 64 it was clearly those stages were there so that you could fight with other fighters whereas this one it was like you know like i said you have to survive the stage and having Kraid in the background i thought was really cool the stage itself is pretty cool uh, and the music is is so awesome. This, I mean, I think that this is comfortably the most uh, iconic piece of Metroid music in Smash Bros. I don't know if you guys would disagree, agree, or would, or not, but it, I think it's undebatable that it certainly adds to the ambiance of this track. So very, very cool uh, stage here. Dak, you want to go next? Sure. Uh, I think this stage is all right. Um... The music definitely carries it. Kraid being in the background really carries it. And I do love that it's super unique, like having Kraid in the background, like literally like slashing at the stage to make it spin around, like is awesome. I think it's one of the better casual stages in Smash just because of how unique it is. I think for actually playing on it, it's not really great. Like it's, I don't think you can really have a good Smash match. I don't think I've ever had a good game of Smash on this stage. And I also don't think I've ever played other people on this stage, really. I feel like this is a stage where, like, you play it in, like, event mode and melee, and you might play against computers on it. But, like, I literally genuinely cannot remember a time that I've gone out of my way to play on this stage with actual human opponents. And that's probably just because you can't... It's, it's, it's a bit too out there. Like, it doesn't... Like, there's only so much of the stage 
that you can actually fight on because the majority of it is on the side or below it. Like, you know, it's spinning around. So you only really got a quarter of the stage at a time to actually fight on it. So I respect that that doesn't have an outright acid effect on it. And I like that. I'm pretty sure Kraid doesn't actually hit you as far as I'm concerned, uh, because that would be a little too wild. Um, but I, I wouldn't rank it above Zebus or Brinstar. I think it's a really cool stage though. And certainly not even remotely the worst of them, but I do think it's kind of carried by the music and Kraid being there, to be honest. Okay, so this will be an interesting discussion, I think. So, uh, I agree with all y'all, obviously. I mean, the music is amazing. Obviously, our boy Spire in the Discord is always talking about how much he loves the song, and for good reason, because it's a, one of the better remixes of, uh, of Brinstar Depths, for sure. Um... I used to not like this stage back in Melee. I almost, you know, I almost never played it. Um, and then Ultimate happened. And I don't know if it's like the introduction of eight-player Smash on this stage, but oh my god, I have never had a match that I didn't absolutely love on this stage, just messing around with seven other people on this stage. It is so much fun. Uh, so just good. get your boys together. Uh, just hammer just hammer drunk, just wailing away on this stage. I don't, I don't know what it is about this, but yeah. And so, yeah, I don't know. I uh, I think this might be near the top of my list. Not the tippy top, but it's but near the top. I uh, I really enjoy I, the stage quite a lot nowadays. I, I'm going to tell you something. I ranked this the tippy top. This is my number one stage. Oh, wow, okay. Uh, for Metroid. <laughs> I, and it, it was between this and another stage that we'll get to, but I... There's something about the chaotic nature of this stage that I just... Yeah, I really love. And, and actually, I kind of like... I kind of get what you're saying, Dak, because, like, you can't have, like, a, a good competitive Smash Bros. match. Like, this is not the stage to show off, like, your Smash Bros. skills. Like, absolutely not. And, and I feel like if you're playing Smash for that, then you're not, you know, th then obviously maybe your mileage on this, this stage isn't going to be as far as maybe your more, your more casual Smash players. Like... Like, I, I, when Melee first came out, I, I like to think that I was, like, pretty decent at it. Certainly not a pro or anything, but I, I was pretty good. But as the years have, have kind of went by, I'm certainly more of, like, a casual Smash player now. Where, like, I, I just kind of go in, I go to random character, I'm like, alright, I got Mr. Game & Watch, let's go. And I just kind of goof around and have a fun time with Smash. And, like, to me, that's what makes this stage really fun, is because it's one of those stages that, like, is an environmental hazard, but it's not, like, a like a crappy environmental hazard, like the uh, like the, the awful Kirby stage, which is like so ginormous, it's like kind of self-contained. So, uh, yeah, I I think I think that's what that's what carried it to number one for me. Yeah, I mean, um, I didn't. I think you kind of missed what I was saying. I don't. I didn't mean it as like it was a good or bad competitive stage because obviously it's not a good competitive stage even remotely. But like, I don't even think from a casual standpoint I've ever had a good game of Smash on it. Like, it's not a stage I would go out of my way to play casually with friends. And I like playing Smash casually. Like, I don't know why there's a misconception that's... Competitive Smash players don't like to play with casual stuff sometimes. They certainly do. I like playing with items and playing on wacky stages too. Like, it's a video game. But even if I'm just trying to have fun and play Smash... I mean, playing competitively is also fun to a degree. But, like, if I'm just trying to have a casual whatever don't care game of Smash, this is not even remotely on my list of stages I'm going to pick. I don't even think it makes for a good casual stage. See, I can sympathize with that because, like, again, I, I used to, like, 100% agree with you. Like, I didn't get the appeal of this stage at all. I hoped it never returned, but, yeah, after it returned in Ultimate, like, the amount of laughs that I've had in this stage with other people, like, I feel like 
is on a whole other level compared to other stages. Like, just of the ridiculous things that can happen with uh, some of the missed uh, ledge grabs in particular, and then watching people slowly fall to their death. Like, that will never not get old on this stage. And so, I, I think, is it a good stage? I would say probably mid-tier or not, but just from my personal, the amount of personal fun I'd had to that stage, I'd put it at, like, a 9 or a 10. I guess like that kind of goes back to like what is a good smash stage and if you if you say a good smash stage is like how much fun I've had then yeah that's that's kind of where my mind was at thinking of this stage is like you know can you can you have a structured or like a somewhat fun match here ah maybe maybe not but just from like a staying alive and like when you get when you get like cornered on that one little island piece here in the bottom and you've got to wait and you feel like like Obi-Wan Kenobi watching Darth Maul and Qui-Gon Jinn fight it's like I love it. Uh, it's a it's a fun stage. So yeah, I I went number one on here. I don't know about you guys. I I would personally place it above everything we have so far. But I, I'm I actually I feel like I'm not will, really willing to die on any hills for any of these Metroid stages. But uh, that's what I got. There's one hill I'm willing to die on. We haven't gotten to that one just yet. But I have this below both Brinstar and Zebus. But I have it at number four on my stage. But I have or my list. But I do have it. In with the stages we already have, it's at the bottom. It's below Brinstar and Planet Zebus for me. Okay, Doom. Once again, you are the uh, you're the Hatchet Man here. What's it gonna be? Yeah, I figured it was gonna come to this. Well, I'm sorry, Dak. Unlike last time, I am going to have to uh, put this on top both uh, of the Brinstar and Zebus stages. So yeah, absolute blast. Um, really, uh, really interesting. What um, a reintroduction to a stage can do in a new game, uh, years, decades later, even. All right, well, there we go. Okay, so for everyone uh, listening and keeping track at home, our score so far in our definitive Metroid stage ranking list is uh, number one, Brinstar Depths, number two, Brinstar, and number three, Planet Zebus. And I'll tell you what, guys, if we have time at the end, maybe we can each pitch a stage that would be perfect for uh, for Smash Bros. Um, based in the Metroid world. Uh, okay, let's keep going here, and let's get to some of the stages introduced in Brawl. And the first stage introduced in Brawl is Norfair. And I oh. I don't know. I feel like I'm not actually that big of a fan of this stage, to be honest with you. I feel like I feel like at this point it's like, okay, like another lava, another acid stage. Like it like Metroid has more areas than fiery areas or whatever. So I was kinda like, okay. I think that the gimmick of like getting into the shelter while the lava is coming is like kind of fun and like racing to get to that shelter is probably the highlight of here but i don't think that the aesthetic is all that great i think that the actual stage is just like okay uh it's kind of a plain jane layout like you got the five platforms and i think that the music isn't very good i i just i've talked about it before i'm not really a big fan of that norfair uh nes zero mission theme and uh i correct me if i'm wrong dak i don't think that they had the super metroid lower norfair theme here did they no, I they don't didn't. even remember, dude. They I... didn't. They didn't introduce Lower Norfair until Ultimate, and it was the Samus Returns version. Yeah, so this this was a low one for me, actually. I I, I didn't rank it at the absolute bottom, but it was second last. So it, yeah, this one, I don't know. I, I just feel like I I was kind of tired of like the fire gimmick and like like you know we have ice levels in Metroid Two, right? Or like uh, you know any other kind of levels at at this point, like. The entire Metroid Prime trilogy is is out by the time the Super Smash Bros. Brawl comes out. Like there is more than just fiery levels. So yeah, I yeah. think that this was uh, 
Yeah, I think this stage I, is ass, bro. Yeah, I, I think we all agree like on this. Stage. This stage is my. This was at the bottom of my list. I do not like this stage. Um, I don't think it's horrendous. Uh, I mean, like I said, it's not like a seventy-five meters like a Mario Bros. stage, but I the the again another stage where I don't feel like I've ever had like a good game cap competitively or casually on it. It's just like there's not like you're constantly jumping around because the platforms are so small. And it's not really a very intuitive layout to fight anyone on. But most of all is the lava, which, yeah, there is it, the, the get it like r hustling to get into the little pod is is cool, I guess. But it really sucks when the lava shows up and they're like, oh, all right, I don't have to. I'm not fighting the opponent anymore. I have to go and rush over. And also the worst is when the pod shows up right next to the people you're playing and they get to easily go into it and you get screwed so or you get comboed off the lava wall which actually it's probably one of the maybe one highlight of the stage is you get some maybe cool lava combos but that kind of gets old quick i definitely and that every like little i'm pretty sure every platform has a ledge as well so like from brawl if you fight like meta knight on that like good luck so um this one was the bottom very bottom of my list this was sixth on my list i i agree like of all the state like all the places and stages you could have had here like Fusion had been out, Zero Mission had been out, Prime Trilogy had been out, Hunters had been out, Pinball had been like all these games had been out. Literally anything else. Like we don't need Norfair. It's almost even redundant, I think. Like you have Brinstar, you have Planet Planet Zebus, like give me give me some other places. And I guess maybe they didn't want to go for another newer stage because of the other stage introduced in Brawl, but I think Norfair was just so like uninspired and lame. I I put this at the bottom of my list easily. Yeah, I, I can I can agree with that. Doom? Yeah, so pretty much agree with everything you said. Um, not going to be at the bottom of my list. It's going to be the second to bottom of my list, much like Andy. I, I have a feeling that uh, we both share are going to share the same uh, least favorite stage, but we'll get there when we get there. Um, but yeah, uh, this should have been a fusion stage straight up because we already got a prime stage, which I'm sure we'll be talking about next. Yeah. And then, you know, it would have been a really cool way to like kind of you know, have both of the dualities of the 2D and the 3D games represented there. And instead, they did um, a stage based off the Zero Mission remake. And you can even tell because it has uh, one. It has that Chozo statue that pops up in Chozodia when you get the grapple beam. Or not the grapple beam, the uh, power grip. Um, it has that in the background of the uh, Norfair stage. And so I, I have a feeling that it's based more off Zero Mission. But yeah, it should have been, been Fusion. It could have been an original idea. But instead, they once again chose to be very derivative and unlike melee which was made in 13 months brawl was made in i think what like three or four years so they definitely it was a it was a long time yeah. it was it was delayed i had taken holidays off work to play this game yep and it got delayed like i think not that long before it was supposed to come out and i had to rebook my holidays yeah and pretty much uh, i also i also agree i know a lot of people like um, the uh, the Norfair uh, remix. I I am not a fan of it. Not gonna lie. And I am someone that does like that original NES theme. But I don't know. It just sounds. I don't know. It's too poppy for what I want in like a Smash stage. Like I want more of like a fighting theme or something that's uh, more faithful to the original music. But this one just. I don't know. It feels like a pop song, and I'm not really into it. I feel. I feel like it just sounds like like dopey for lack of a better word. It's kind of slow and plodding and, and just. I think, Dag, you had the perfect word for the stage and the music and everything. Uninspired. Like, 
this this very I I agree. This should have been a Metroid Fusion stage. If if it was simply like imagine that it was the exact same stage, okay? Like the exact same five platforms, but the background, let's just say, was the BSL. You saw the SAX walking in the background, and maybe I I don't know. Like it it didn't even need a gimmick as long as it was just like not another fire stage. Because like I yeah I I just I, I was just like God like. They know that there's more areas in Metro. Like, it's not like a, it's, it's not like Doom where you're on Mars and everything's on fire. Like, right? Like, so, I, yeah, I don't know. I, this one is pretty bad. I'd be willing to agree with you, Dak, if you want to put it on the absolute bottom. I'd be willing to slide it there. I wouldn't die on that hill, but I would, it is the bottom of my list. Yeah, it's not the bottom uh, of my list either, but I, I would be willing to put it at the bottom um, if that's the case, because it's really close it's really close to my actual least favorite stage. It definitely, like, I definitely... Oh, okay, well, let's see how we feel. I definitely get more emotional over this stage than my least favorite. I'll say that. Okay, well, let's let's, let's run through the rest of the stages here, and we'll we'll see how we feel. So let's get to one of the, the better stages, one of the, the best stages, actually, from Metroid and Smash, in my opinion, and that is the Frigate Orphean. And I feel like I'm probably not going out on a limb here to say that we all rank this one pretty high. And uh, it was just nice to finally see, like, Metroid Prime in Smash Bros. And I, I actually feel like the actual stage itself is kind of, like, ho-hum. Like, the, the gimmick of, like, the the Orpheon turning on its head is kind of like, ah, eh, whatever. But, like, the, the visual in the background of, like, the, uh, uh, the Parasite Queen is so cool that it kind of, like, carries it for me. Like, I yeah, I, I think that the actual stage itself, the gimmick is, like, okay... I think that the platforms are okay. You have the one that kind of slides out or whatever. I don't even remember what music plays in here, to be honest with you. Um, but I do, I just like, I really love that that Metroid Prime finally showed up in Super Smash Bros. And it felt like a, like an eternity at this time because the entire Prime trilogy released between Melee and between uh, Brawl. So it was, uh, it was really nice to like finally get something from Prime in here. So because I think that the stage is like, kind of ho-hum i didn't rank it number one i ranked it number two um i think that like so i'm pretty sure it's the title theme that is the music for the stage is that correct and there's uh, also like a metroid fusion mix there's so also the ridley theme in brawl the original in rendition of the stage it was the versus ridley and versus parasite queen themes were the most likely um, and then you had the opening theme from Metroid Prime. You had the Meta Ridley theme and the multiplayer theme from Metroid Prime 2. And there was one more. I think you had a Sector 1 remember. from Fusion as well. Yeah, Sector 1 yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, it's, it's Sector 1. So yeah. I, think the, I think Ridley and Parasite Queen were the most likely ones, though. And then Ultimate obviously had all of it. So the Parasite Queen theme is like pretty decent, but I'm pretty sure that was ripped right from the game yeah. i don't think it was a remix yeah the, the yeah the uh, new arrangement came in ultimate which uh i'm not a fan right. i'm not a fan of that new one and then uh like i think that the versus ridley theme is actually like awesome but mm. it you know it doesn't necessarily fit maybe as as nicely into the stage so anyways that these are the reasons why i didn't rank it number one but i did rank it number two i think it's a great stage just like i said i think that it's it's just kind of carried for me by the fact that it was like so cool seeing the parasite queen seeing metroid prime uh, so yeah i put it at number two uh, this is my favorite stage, straight up. Um, it Again, much like Brinstar Depths, it didn't used to be my favorite stage, but Ultimate introduced the ability to turn off stage hazards, and playing the stage without stage hazards, I have an absolute blast doing it. Uh, I love the music that came with the track, even though 
I, I will say, going back to the hazards for a bit, the obvious hazard was to have the par Parasite Queen blast you with her um, acid breath or whatever. I don't know why they didn't do that, but again, that's whatever, because I preferred playing this without hazards anyways. That being said, yeah, the uh, the Ridley arrangement, this is straight up my favorite Ridley arrangement that we've gotten in any Metroid or Smash game, period. I love this uh, original uh, brawl arrangement done by uh, Yusuke Takahama. Absolute goat, and he actually did the new one in Ultimate as well, so shout out to him. And uh, yeah, I I love the, uh, the new uh, Prime title menu arrangement that uh, Kenji Yamamoto did, reprising a uh, what he did from the original Prime, that was really cool. And uh, of course, Minako Homano's Sector 1 arrangement as well, returning from Fusion as well. So you got you got the whole squad coming back together to do Metroid music uh, on a really cool stage. And yeah, a lot of fun. Absolutely love it. Of course. It is, uh, <laughs> it is also my number one on my list, which shouldn't come as a surprise, I don't think. This stage is freaking sweet, bros. I love this stage for so many reasons. So... Just going back to Brawl, it's, I mean, it's the only stage from Metroid that doesn't have Acid or Lava, so already, I mean, that's going ahead of the curve, and it's from Prime, it's at a cool port, uh, you know, portion of Prime, I love how the, the Parasite Queen's not even just in the background, but like, as the stage flips, the Parasite Queen like crawls up and comes back down, uh, the lights go out, which is so cool, you have really unique stage setups, and you have, it's literally two stages in one, which is so sick. And, you know, obviously the second transformation, which is a bit more neutral, is really cool. But even the first one, like, it was different and distinct and asymmetrical. And, yeah, you can play it without uh, hazards and ultimate, though I wish, I really wish that ultimate just made it so that way you could have played it hazardless on the second form. Because the second form is, is obviously really good. But, I mean, even going back to my Brawl days, this stage was a counter pick in tournaments. And I remember distinctly picking it all the time as a Meta Knight Kirby player. So, this stage was really cool. The music was sick. The graphics look awesome. Like, the aesthetic of the stage, completely different from other Metroid stages. And I think the gimmick was really awesome. Like, yeah, like, I think it probably would have made more sense to have the Parasite Queen, like, outright attacking. But I think that just, I think that's too obvious and too simple. Like, there's really no other stage that's like this. Like, the fact that you have to avoid the flip and, like, the flip, like the alarm goes off and you have to time it and jump into the air. I remember specifically, like, there were, you know, that was a whole thing about the stage is you have to make sure you don't get killed by the flip, which I thought was, you know, interesting. But also, like, you shouldn't ever really die to that either, even in, like, a heated fight against somebody. It, it was, it, it brought a lot of cool different strategies without really making it too gimmicky or really taking you out of the fight. And it was, it's one of the most unique stages in Smash. A stage that, you know, worked in many different ways of playing the game and wasn't overly gimmicky, doesn't have acid or lava, music is sick, looks awesome, looks great, represents Metroid Prime, and it's also an area of Metroid Prime that I think everybody would recognize too, whether you played it a little bit or a lot. So, uh, this is an easy number one for me. This has always been my favorite Metroid stage. Always will be until they introduce something from Metroid Prime 4 or something from Dread or whatever it is. And, yeah, I, I absolutely love this stage. Easy number one. Yeah, I agree. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, that's uh, that's great reason. If you guys want to put it number one, I, I'm uh, I'm fine with that. Cause like I said, it was my number two. But, uh, you know, I I think that Brinstar Depths is kind of a, a more divisive stage. And I think that I think that if you were to ask your average Metroid fan, they would probably say that this is their favorite. And like, I, I think that this would probably be the consensus number one pick among Metroid fans for their favorite Smash stage. So yeah, we could put that in number one. I'm I'm definitely okay with that. Mm -hmm. Um, let's go to our last stage here. I'm curious to see. 
the reaction of this stage because this is the pyrosphere from <laughs> from smash 4 and i actually like so this is kind of weird i, I ranked it my last uh, or my least favorite stage but i i kind of feel like like the stage tries you know in and in some ways i don't actually feel like it's the absolute worst stage but like there are a few things holding it back uh at least for me it's like you like another fire stage like come on like we we couldn't have went to anywhere else from metroid other m and i i get i you know i get that they were kind of limited because they obviously wanted to include ridley in this deal so they kind of had to do it where the actual ridley fight takes place um but still it's it's just like come on like another another fire stage and i think that i like the idea of having ridley come in and like fight the fighters like i, I think i let me rephrase that i think the concept is good but i think in execution it was just like ah this this kind of sucks like let's just get ridley as a playable character like like that that really to me it was just like come on like we could we could absolutely make this work. Let's just have him as a playable character and stop all this like song and dance about, you know, he's too big and he's too whatever. Let's just get him as a playable character. Um, they have the other M version of Ridley, who, who I think is probably the worst looking version of Ridley. Um, so yeah, there, there's a lot of things going, like there's a lot of stuff going on on this stage. Um, it kind of feels like, 10 pounds of of crap in like a five pound bag in a lot of way because you have ridley you have the fire i think there's a bunch of other different enemies that come over and and kind of uh I, I i can't remember if they're stage hazards themselves or like there's just i feel like there's just a lot of stuff going on they tried some new ideas it didn't exactly work and for me it just kind of left a bad taste in my mouth where it's like all right let's just make Ridley playable like like come on Honest, how hard can this be honestly though like I think it worked out for the best because if that was the case and then we got Smash 4 with Ridley being playable it would have been other M Ridley being playable and he'd still be other M Ridley going into ultimate so as much as I agree we should have had Ridley be playable I'm so glad in retrospect that he wasn't because it would have been ugly Royd Ridley and he would have been some weird gimmick as a fighter and they probably would have ruined him so Otherwise, yeah, I I agree. This stage sucks. Um, I think, <laughs> like, the thing with the... I mean, first of all, this is what I was kind of alluding to earlier, where, like, you have a big stage that is either too big and boring or it's too complex. And this stage almost does both, where, like, when Ridley's not there, it's just too big and boring. Like, it's literally just a flat stage, and then you have platforms on either end, and there's nothing at all interesting about it. So you have, even for doubles, it wasn't even very interesting. It's just way too big and not fun to fight on because it's just so flat and uninteresting. But then when Ridley comes into the play, <laughs> he's way he's way too big, <laughs> but, like, he's completely takes over the fight. I think you even, if I remember correctly, like, you attack him and he becomes, like, he, like, joins your team or whatever, and he, like, starts fighting the other person. Like, he's not even neutral. Like, he just ends up aligning with whoever does damage to him initially, and then he ends up fighting them. So it's you eventually create a, a player advantage, which isn't fun. Or, like, he goes to the ledge and starts, like, attacking with his tail literally through the stage in a way you can't react to and can't attack him because he's so freaking big. I... I it was aside from the fact that it was so tilting that they didn't actually put Ridley into this into the game at the time and they like teased it like literally like oh Ridley's in the game oh look at that big shadow blah blah and then it ended up being a stage hazard like that was so not cool and lame and I don't really what 
understand what they got out of doing that, but like I'm sure in their minds like, well, at least we have Ridley in some capacity. Except Ridley was done better in Brawl by appearing as a subspace boss twice and looked actually really awesome. So uh Smash 4 just yeah. I think this is this for me uh Norfair I think is less fun just because of like the lava and the stage layout, but I would also I wouldn't be against putting Pyrosphere at the bottom. Just like at this point, they're both bad and interchangeable. But I think this stage just commits the commits the crime of being boring, and then when the gimmick comes into play, being unfun. So, and it's a lot of lava stage, and it's from other M. So like, yeah, I, th I think we got to put it at the bottom. I just think for, that. I th for literally from being from other M, put it at the bottom. So unfortunately, so a lot of people when they say about their least favorite part of Smash Four, usually what I hear is uh, either the physics system or Smash Tour. That's usually what I hear when people say uh, talk about their least favorite aspects of Smash Four. But my least favorite part is boss battles on fighter stages, and these things they don't actually plague Smash Four, but man, do they feel like it? You know, between Pyrosphere and the Mega Man and the uh, the Xenoblade stage, you know, it's just you know they're they're decent stages on their own, and then you just have out of nowhere come and just ruin the fight completely. And uh, yeah, that makes Pyrosphere just the worst stage. You know, other MSI, I mean, obviously those are just bonus points at, the, at that rate. And then at the same time, you have all these random enemies coming out of nowhere, and you know, just um, like the um, oh, what what are the what are the things that are like the um, that create the um, the the key hunters the the pill bug looking things, uh, the pill bug the pill bug looking things I can't remember I can't remember what they're called, but yeah you have those up here you have a um, bunch of other random other M enemies that I can't remember what they're called and um, yeah the stage is just excruciatingly boring and not fun like Dax said I don't, I'm just gonna ramble on at this point if I keep going on so yeah yeah I think I think it's the bot I think it's the worst one um, personally. Well, I'm glad we have a consensus there, and we can agree on on, on that. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Well, that is uh, that is our ranking of the Metroid stages. Let's see what we got here. So at number one, we got the the frigate Orpheon. Number two, Brinstar Depths. Number three, Brinstar. Number four, Planet Zebus. Number five, Norfair. And at dead last, we got number six, Pyrosphere. I you know I will say though that talking about these six stages. You guys might disagree with me here, but I I don't think that Metroid has like a like a great Smash Bros stage. Like when when I think of my like favorite Smash Bros stages, like there there isn't a Metroid stage that is among them, unfortunately. Um, and we talked about Metroid Dread and its potential for Smash a couple weeks ago, and and all that. So I think that the potential is there, but like. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I just I don't think it's gotten that fantastic stage yet. Like I really love Temple. I really love Foreside. Um, I'm sure that there's a bunch of others that uh, that are you know I could I could name the Final Fantasy VII one. Uh, I really love the, the Sephiroth's one. Um, yeah, I just like I don't think it's there yet, and I I wonder if you guys agree with that, or or maybe if you would say that any of these stages are like some of the the great Smash stages. I feel hmm. like I would disagree. I feel like I would disagree. Like if like I don't think any of these would be like my all time favorite Smash stages, but like definitely like, I would let's say, say like your top ten. Hmm. I don't think so. No, maybe I'd have to really think about it oh, since there's so since there's a lot of stages, but just purely gut reaction, I'd say probably not. Pro top twenty, maybe, but I don't think top ten. Um, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna say yes. I think Frigate Orphean is in my top ten. Uh, I mean, I'm definitely okay. a little biased because I like it both as a, a casual Smash player, but also as a competitor. Even though, to be honest, it, even, it isn't even really one of the better competitive Smash stages. I mean, it was a counterpick and brawl, and it's not even used in Ultimate. So, but I have fond memories playing on this game on this stage in tournament, and I have fond memories playing on it in in Ultimate and in Brawl. I really like Frigate Orphean. It's one of the like more unique stages in Smash overall, and it stands out from all the other Metroid stages. I would say overall, Metro. I mean, Brinstar is also really up there. I don't know if it's in my top ten, but it's a classic, a classic Smash stage, and I would, I wouldn't be surprised if it's in many people's top tens. So I would also say that that's probably a contender there too. But I think Metroid has a really big range of of stages that are really good, or you know, favorites of people's, and then. Not uh, middling in the not so great stages, which to be fair for any franchise that has a bunch of stages I mean Metroid has six That's probably pretty on par like that makes sense like not any I can't really think of a franchise that literally across the board Has all good stages. So, you know Metroid is uh, Certainly a big enough franchise for Nintendo to give you know our Sakurai and the Smash team to give it a lot of chance in terms of stages, but also very clearly a franchise that like they're going to lean into the gimmicks they're going to have the acid and the lava and, and whatever cosmic stuff they can throw in there and that's why i like frigate orphean because it does feel a bit more grounded it's different it has a unique concept not just for metroid stages but for smash stages overall it looks very memorable it has awesome music and i think it's a lot of fun to play on so i i would say frigate orphean's in my top 10 but i also think brinstar absolutely is a contender for a top smash stage and probably is in many other people's top tens as well i think that's all fair okay. yeah fair enough yeah fair enough um all right so we got about five minutes here uh left on the show guys so let's i i, I said we would do this if we have time let's pitch a stage that i think maybe we can frame it as pitch a stage that we would have liked to have seen somewhere inserted in smash so either in brawl or melee or in you know smash 4 or anything like that uh, let's disqualify Metroid Dread since that didn't have, you know, wasn't out yet by the time Smash Ultimate finished. Um, I'll, I'll kind of kick us off here and, and build on what we were saying earlier. I would have loved to see a stage modeled after the BSL in Smash Bros. Brawl instead of Norfair. Uh, just like one of those stages where, like, the platform can basically stay the same, but, like, you could tour around the BSL. Maybe you can go sector by sector. You know, you, you can cool. see Ceres doing his thing. You can see some X in the background. You can see the SAX stalking. I, I do. I, I mean, like, listen, Metroid Fusion is, is like, it's not my favorite Metroid game, but I do think that it's kind of, like, I don't know, it's kind of it's kind of lame that it never got really any kind of representation in Smash Bros, whereas, you know, almost every... I mean, if there's a fire section in Super Metroid or Metroid uh, Zero Mission, like, it's in Smash, right? Like, so I, I would have really loved to see that. And they could have even put a little section where you were in sector three and, and got to see some fire in there. If they really needed to get that, uh, they really needed to make that happen. So I think that there's a ton of different areas that you could choose from, but I, I would have liked to see just like an all encapsulating Metroid fusion stage. I think that would have been great. Uh, Dak, what do you, what do you think? What, what is an area that you think could have made an awesome stage at some point in the series? So I'm going to, I'm going to mention two just because one of them I've already mentioned on the, the show before, and that's the artifact temple for Metroid prime. I still think like, would have made such a sick stage for smash like aesthetically it would be so cool to be in such a pivotal point a p pivotal area for that game you have like the rain coming down the music would be sick 
And maybe you could fight on top of the, the different statues and whatnot. Maybe, like, they would be destructible and you can knock them down. Maybe eventually the lasers would attack somebody, kind of like Halberd style. So that stage I've always thought would be really cool. But aside from that, a stage that I, or area that would make for a stage that I haven't mentioned before, but we have mentioned this area on the show before, is Skytown from Metroid Prime 3. Like a big stage that maybe had like a bunch of different platforms connected by, you know, uh, you know, on rails areas, like different wires or whatever. And you could like hop on one or the other to, to go to different platforms or maybe like a big cannon that shot you from the farthest to the other side. I think that would be really oh, that'd be cool. cool. Like yeah. the DK barrels. That'd be awesome. Yeah. So like something like yeah. that, I think would be really cool. Aesthetically, obviously it would be sick. Music would be sick, but I think it would be another really unique stage that, you know, could enter, you know, throw in, yeah, like cannons or, you know, barrels or whatever, different like ropes and, and the different, uh, you know, sky trams and whatnot, like, and, and have a big stage with all these big platforms you could fight on and, and something like that. So artifact temple, sky town, those would be my picks. All right, here we go. I'm, I'm with it. Here we go. Sanctuary Fortress. It's a traveling stage. You go across the whole complex, whether it's the Connection Bridge, uh, the Dynamo Complex, the Caretaker Drone Factory, um, the uh, the assembly of uh, Quadraxis, the uh, the Light Temple. Uh, when when you go to that Quadraxis construction site, the uh, the platform enters a portal. You enter Dark Ether. Uh, a light crystal lights up on the platform. Anytime you get out of the crystal, you start taking damage. Quadratus is wrecking havoc in the background. He doesn't actually damage, though. It's similar to, like, the Metal Gear stage where, you know, you see all the Metal Gears just in the background doing their thing, but they don't actually interact with the fight at all. Similar thing with Quadraxis. And, uh, yeah, I will take my check anytime, Nintendo. I wish I had... I, if I had 20 bucks, I was like, one of these guys is going to say Sanctuary Fortress for sure. Um, and if you wouldn't have, I probably would have said it after you were done, because that, that just seems like a stage that, like, man, that should have been a Smash Bros. stage. Hmm. I'm surprised nobody said Fendrana Drift, so I think that that could have been a really great stage. And, like, oh yeah, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, There, I mean, outside of the Ice Climbers, I, I can't think of too many, like, ice-themed stages uh, off the top of my head. So I think that that could have been really cool, too. The music would have obviously been awesome. Hearing a, a Smash remix of Fendrana Drift would have been awesome. Um, yeah, I... I do wish, you know, as much as I was saying earlier that, like, I kind of like the purity of, like, having a, a stage that isn't taken directly from the game. I do think that by, like, the time Brawl and Smash 4 were around that they could have went back and been, like, you know, maybe we should revisit Fendrana or, or something like that. But yep. I, I think, unfortunately, the time has passed on, on those stages. Well, maybe we'll get a cool Metroid Prime 4 stage in the next Smash or a Dread stage. That'd be nice. Yeah, there you go. Here's hoping. It might be a while before we see the next Smash, though, but yeah. Well, we'll see. Um, at, at this rate, we'll get it before we get Breath of the Wild 2 and Metroid Prime 4. Well, really, okay, before we get out of here, what game comes out first? Breath of the Wild 2 or Metroid Prime 4? Breath of the Wild 2. At, I still think At Breath this of the point, Wild 2, I'm yeah. just like, good God. I think I think we're getting Breath of the Wild 2. I mean, I'm pretty certain it'll be spring 2023, and then we're going to get Metroid Prime 4 holiday 2023. Yeah. Uh, for anybody who wants to hear some Breath of the Wild 2 thoughts, check out the Champions cast. I recorded... An hour's worth of me just being befuddled at Nintendo for Breath of the Wild, um, but that is neither here nor there. Uh, this is a good. This is a good show, guys. I think we came out with the the good list. Kind of ended where everything. I think we ended where everything should have ended. I think those stages are represented uh, the way that they they probably should be. Yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling nice about this list for sure. I got Frigate Orphean to the top, so I everything else didn't matter. 
I yeah, like I said, I I don't know if there was any hills I'd die on. I feel like the good ones are are really good, and the bad ones are just kind of like meh. Um, but we know that this show wasn't meh. In fact, this is a really good show, and uh, we hope that uh, that you guys have been checking out OmegaMetroid.com. We are celebrating one month as of this day when we are recording of the website launch. So uh, I just want to thank everybody for visiting, for signing up on Patreon, all that good stuff. Uh, I talked to the guy who created Super Duper Metroid. We had a, a cool chat, so I have some more follow-up on that for the next ROM hack review. So that's uh, that's really cool. Um, in the meantime, we are going to get out of here. Uh, make sure that you are checking us out over on Twitter at Omega Metroid Pod. You can check me out at Spateri316. Dak is at Dak City underscore, and Doom is at Doomal Crossing. Oh no, I'm sorry, just Doomal Cross. And uh, yeah, go and uh, go and hit that subscribe button at your favorite podcast platform. Uh, until next week, everybody, we are going to get out of here. Have a great week.